Hey, how you going, superfan? You're listening to In The Buff, the Australian Survivor Edition. Welcome back, Survivor superfans. We are here for episodes three, four, and five of Australian Survivor season. Let's stick with season four, Champions versus Contenders. And to help me dissect it, as usual, or as always, the person that I rely on the most, Julian. Uh, thanks for having me, Cable. Um, yeah, so much going on. Hey, like, what a huge week. What a huge five episodes in a way. I feel like, I feel like we've just seen so much already. Um, and so we'll, we'll dive into it all, I suppose. It's, there's a lot to discuss. Yeah, there is a lot to discuss. And, and we quickly were saying off air that uh, because it's sort of been so much, sometimes it does sort of meld into, like, I just don't want to miss out on those little cool little things that we might miss out on. And we'll probably talk about all the main points. But, yeah, it's just so much Survivor. It's not totally a bad thing but uh yeah trying to recap three episodes is probably not the best but uh i guess it's hard because there is like lots of funny little character moments but you sort of forget about those by the time you've seen the third episode in the week and you get to this point and you're kind of like you just sort of think about the boots but but yeah no we'll 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 go through it and hopefully we'll um we'll be able to talk about the votes but also some other stuff um, that we've seen and just, and just how we see the season going in general as well. Yeah, and just a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, there might be, I've got a couple of little rants where I might, there might be an F-bomb or two dropped. I'm not intentionally going to be dropping them, but if I get on a bit of a roll, um, yeah, just for little ones that might be listening, yeah, that might be a reason to switch off or listen <laughs> a bit later on. Uh, and also, we've got some listener questions uh, that we'll probably try and keep towards the end uh, of the podcast. So, um so, Julian, like, just to sum it up, uh, five episodes in, are you loving, liking, or just meh on the season so far? Oh, I'm liking it more than um, more than I thought I was going to, especially because I think the second week or the, the last three episodes, it's really stepped it up a bit. I didn't love the first two episodes. I mean, I, I, I do think sometimes that's the way it goes, the slow introduction you know um getting to getting to know people and just sort of getting to know the um yeah the the feel of everything the lay of the land and and the the feel of the tribes but um yeah no I'm, I'm liking it i um i think that there's things are starting to heat up so and there's been some pretty good little um little twists and turns actually um i'm glad of the blind sides that we've had as well so yeah so i guess a lot of this episode will probably focus on the champions because let's face it, they've had the most screen time because they have out of four out of five immunity challenges lost and um, obviously headed to tribal council. Um, So a lot of the storyline has revolved around them. Um, We'll try and focus and hone in on episode one where we saw Susie go home and there was that, I guess, debate on whether it was going to be her or Janine were pretty much the two names on the block. Um, I mean, what, what do you think how, how that actually all played out? Because I actually really started getting angry <laughs> when I felt like I think Janine was unfairly thrown under the bus, in my opinion, and I felt like she did well enough to save herself. I think she's such a great speaker. And I mean, there's a reason why she's a champion of the business world that she's in. Um, I, yeah. But I just, yeah. I, 
I really, it really frustrated me. I understand having an alliance of seven people, but I felt like a lot of their arguments were kind of bullshit anyway because Janine wasn't the weakest or, or if they were trying to, I don't know, they were trying to sell us something, the, 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 the sports team or the sports alliance, but I felt like they were being hypocrites anyway. And it just, it made me really angry. So I was, thank God, I was so appreciative when Janine actually got saved and that Ross and Abby flipped. But what's it? Yeah, I, I'm glad that they flipped too. But in terms of Janine, like I, I sort of feel like she was smart not to. Um, she's kind of smart not to sort of say sorry for that loss. But I really do think that she. It kind of was like I, the fact that she didn't sort of be like, "Oh, sorry, guys, that was my my suggestion," and she did kind of push it. And I guess they all have to take. I see her point as well, but. It kind of was it like it seemed like it did come down to that. So everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, you know, sort of Nova versus Janine or whatever. But I, I sort of thought um, Janine, yeah, like I mean, she had a, she, she did kind of push for that, and it was the wrong strategy. So, and I think that's what ultimately cost them. Again, though, like there's more, there's more to the challenge than just that one digging part, and. And who's to say for yeah, sure? Yeah, so, and that, that's yeah. sort of where I sort of come down on it, and and more so like I'm happy for you to have that opinion. I like that we're not don't necessarily agree. I don't know again 100 percent whether her strategy was the better strategy, but I I felt it was interesting that I I sort of rewatched it. I don't think she was banging on too like I don't think she was being bossy. I thought she brought the opinion up or the the idea, and again in those scenarios too, I'd. I'm sure when they, you know, when uh, um, Jonathan says, oh, you've got a moment to strategize or a minute to strategize, I'm, they're not sitting there for half an hour working out what they're going to do. I know that. But so they've got to quickly work it out. Uh, I guess I felt like she gave a good idea. Whether it was going to work is another question. But every everyone jumped on board. Now, at that time, they'd only, what, voted one person out. So there was 11 of them. She's one of 11. She's given an idea. The other 10 have gone with it. And it's like, I, I just, I actually thought it was. Yeah, that's fair. And, but, but, so I guess what I'm trying to get at, I think the other team. But if you're going to put your, but if you're going to put yourself on the line yeah. and really go for something, then you kind of have to be prepared to sort of like, it's kind of like no guts, no glory. How did it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, um, and I, I but again, it's a small thing. It's it's nitpicking. Like it's not a huge deal. I just think that Janine is kind of forceful. It's interesting to me the dichotomy between Nova and Janine, who are both strong yes. alpha women, and and one one of them. Like I love them both, and I and I love seeing these like leader women. But Nova just, I think her edit was just really. Um, look, I know she she doesn't really know the game. Know the game, I don't think that well, and and she kind of just seemed really serious um, and she was kind of like... Banana Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She And again, I, and to defend her on that point in a way, it kind of is like, well, it's a fair point to be like, you know, we've got to save these bananas. Like everyone was probably thinking the same thing. It's just the way she sort of say, says it. And I'm pretty sure um, that sort of story was used for her to, to sort of at least explain why... Um, what's the surface do's name Ross. again? Um, Ross, yeah. 
why he kind of flipped. But obviously there was more to that. They, they thought, sort of thought, oh, these guys are a bit more fun. Like Abby, Abby had a bond. And, and so there was more reasons than just Nova being strict with the bananas that they flipped. Like why do you, why do you see them flipping those two? Um, I give it, sorry, can I just interject before you answer that? I, I sort of think it was more credit to Luke and David for being quite persuasive than anything. I don't think really Janine had heaps to do with those two flipping. She was, yeah, you I, know, obviously bene- benefited from it. But, um, yeah. I agree with that. Oh, no, I just think maybe Ross and Abby were also a little bit more logical and really thought about it and really analysed all the the options. I think, like, even going back to the Janine, sorry, I don't want to go too far back, but with with the, the whole digging under the, the pole and getting them all across, you go watch back. I watched it back again anyway, but I thought at the time, I'm like, the contenders were furiously digging like they were on speed, mate. They were digging so quickly, so hard. No wonder they got under so quickly. And But if you look, go back to the Champions, it's almost like the production sped up the footage of the contenders and slowed down the Champions because the Champions dug like fucking idiots. Yeah. And that, and that, was, I, and that really... was what annoyed me about the Janine thing. It's like, well, Janine's plan actually could have been rubbish. I get that. And I can understand why Nova threw under the bus to a point. But at the end of the day, it's also the execution of the tribe. And I'm like, I think it's more down to the execution of the tribe that they didn't do that well enough. Because if anything, spreading 10 people out, again, that whole pole and everyone digging evenly, they should have mathematically or logically in my head too, they mm. should have got under quicker than what the contenders did. And they didn't. See, I think we've seen that in the past. Whereas like, if you go on your side, that's the widest sort of part. Your shoulders are wide. Whereas if you, you're sort of more narrower by your like laying on your stomach than you are like laying on your side. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, how could you think that going through on your side? I don't know. I didn't hear the full rationale. We only saw a bit, but anyway, like it's again, they were gun diggers. um, And it is interesting what people bring up. It's just interesting that they're talking so much in that vote about, or in the votes about strength. Um, and then Pia well, yes. manages to sort of slip under the radar. So, so really, the fact that Janine got votes really was that she was seen as a threat. I think um, to Nova and to Steve, um, who were the spearhead headers of that sporting alliance. It seemed like anyway. Yeah, and 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 that's where I, I guess we we're sort of in a long roundabout way getting to as well, and how I you know I guess I agree with you as well that I felt like. That was one of the excuses. And look, that could have been totally, again, why Nova wanted Janine gone. But I think that was the easy easy excuse was to blame Janine for that loss. Which I, I would say on the other end too, yeah, it did put them behind. But they got to the end. And I think how many bags did the other team have? Maybe one or two up on those poles. And at the end of the day, Ross and, and Nova were throwing the bags too. It's like, well... The argument could be made, yeah, you were at a disadvantage, but you still could have made it up if you were good enough. So that's yes. why I think I think to pick on one person necessarily is a little bit lame. And and yeah, to your point, I think that whole the problem with that sports alliance was they had this let's keep the tribe strong, we're gonna take out the weak, blah, blah, blah. But you're right. How did no disrespect to Pia, but how did Pia go from being on the chopping block to all of a sudden the almost the strongest woman? be on the chopping block the next vote in, in Janine. Like, it should have really logically still been Pia. You'd think, you'd think it would have been Pia, yeah. But um, 
I, I think with the way that the reason that alliance crumbled again, more than anything, more than giving credit to Luke and David, but who were smart enough to realize that these are the people that we're most likely to get over. So they were smart in realizing, you know, who was on the bottom. But we've sort of just seen that in Survivor, if you make an alliance too early that's too big, you don't really get to know the people and you don't really know if you want to work with them. They'd only had like, you know, a couple of days out there before it was time to sort of vote. And, and you sort of get a feeling a few more days in than that about who, who you bond with, who you kind of want to work with. Of course, you're going to say yes at the start. So, of course, Ross and Abby were going to say yes to that. Um, doesn't mean anything. And, um, and look, I, I honestly think I, I see some of the comments on, on social media from the quote unquote casual group. <laughs> yes. And there's so, there's so the level of like um, hatred towards um, Nova and to Steve is kind of a little bit over the top, to be honest. Like, I honestly don't think that they, yes, there was, a, they, they show you an edit to justify why someone gets kicked off. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean that they were terrible people or they did anything that, wrong either it's just they highlight any kind of flaw or tell any kind of story they can even if it's not always 100 percent accurate to tell a story of why someone went home and and that's kind of where i sit like i do agree which we'll get into uh in episode two um or episode four i suppose of the season uh with steve and abby that situation but again i'll probably um defend him to a degree as well with that but uh but yeah look it's it's interesting that Susie kind of was the collateral damage did she what should, what could she have done um cable to sort of save herself or or to yeah I, to not be the target i don't well maybe throwing p under the bus but then even then if that group's still going to have the numbers i don't know if she could have done anything cuz again this is where I think why I was getting annoyed with the sports, the sports alliance, where they were hypocritical. The reality is that from what we were seeing, and look, let's be honest, we don't see every aspect of the challenge. And there's definitely when there's the individual type part, you know, challenges where they go head to head. Apparent. Well, I know that we don't see everything, which again sometimes surprises me how they edit around that. If nearly everyone has a go, but it's you know the first to three, I'm like, how does that all work? Unless that's done sneakily i'm sure someone does know how they do it but um nova put out a tweet or a facebook thing i don't know if you saw this where i don't think she was happy with the edit because a lot of people were saying oh how come you're not involved in the challenges and apparently and again that's never a good look to complain about yeah, your edit, so... but i think she's a, she's a complete survivor rookie um to be honest i don't think she barely watched any of it before and she's She's a sort of serious personality, and but, yeah. but apparently, <laughs> according to her, in in again this either Facebook post or tweet, I can't remember what it was. I saw someone had shared it that Nova had competed in individual parts of the challenges. Big pardon. Um, that she'd been involved in the you know nearly every challenge and had a go uh, individual portion and had won all of her her contest. So she was like, yeah. why is it showed? So look, going back to what you've just said in the last five minutes, that they've got to illustrate maybe why Nova went home. And you're not going to show her being strong in all the challenges if she's going to be sort of an early-ish boot. You've got to give us the whole banana thing and, and her, I guess, banana Nazi sort of in the kitchen yeah. sort of demeanour or her, uh, you know, just her, I don't know. I'll ask you this. 
Do you think Stephen and while they're not out and villains, Nova and Stephen were painted as the villains? Definitely, yeah. and um, and I and I don't think that that's. I think there's way more to Survivor than these people are horrible. Like some of the casuals are really just like they they show certain shots of them always frowning or like we never got a shot barely of Stephen or Nova smiling. Like if you just it's so. Anyway, like I'm fine with it, but I just think people need to look a little bit more critically about the edit and and someone's going to yeah, like everyone, everyone that goes home is kind of even Anastasia in episode one. She was seen really intense. Was she that intense? Yes and no. There's there's truth to it, but there's also a story that's being told mm. to justify why they're going home. So but you, um, but yeah, look. So I, yeah. do you? Do you feel sorry for Nova and Steve that they were sort of pa- No, not really. I think I think they really should have um should have been a little bit less bitter in um the fact that they got overthrown. I think they were a little bit um sour grapes about yeah. that. Um and and that's not the way yeah. to play Survivor. As you have to really suck it up. And Nova Nova saying, Oh, you do the kitchen now, like that kind of smacked a little bit of like now I'm not in control. It's kind of like Aussie, how he had his tanty and you guys can all catch your own fish now. And yeah, it's just not, it's just yeah. not good. Well, the um, edit, edit <laughs> did a good job because this is going to sound probably horrible and I probably shouldn't even say it, but I've never been, I, I don't really know. I, I know of Nova. I, I'm not into politics at all. So from, if you're a politician, I don't care. Um, but I respect what she did at the Olympics when she was obviously playing hockey and then, running and stuff like that. So I'll always, you know, give her that. I'll, you know, have massive respect for her sporting background. And same with Steven. And the yeah. funny thing is after Steven, you know, literally, well, did a Bradbury and won, I mean, he was a bit more in your face back then, although he was sort of pumped up. And he seems like a likable guy. I'm sure if you went to a pub and had a beer with him, he'd be a great guy to have a chat to or whatever. But you know what? Since I've seen them on this show... They're two people I just couldn't give a rat's toss bag about ever again. Like, and I, I, I feel bad about that. And I think that's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think's a little bit unfortunate because I think the people, and this would be hard for them too, because there are a lot of people that don't really know that much about them. They're slagging them off. Um, and now they think that they know them because of they've seen four episodes. Like, to be honest, you might not love politicians, and Nova was. You might not be on the Labor side. You might be on the other side, or. Even if you are on that side, like no one really loves politicians, but the fact though that she did good work for the advancement of Indigenous people, that's almost politically neutral. That shouldn't be about, um, yeah, either side. You know, that's not about partisan politics at all. It's really just like she had a voice for her Indigenous community and that's, and that's kind of like, yeah, obviously you have to be part of some sort of party, but... But yeah, so look, they've both done great things. I, I both, I think, I think a little bit of the um, just because they were, you know, seen as the, the puppet masters or ringleaders. You like to survivors always geared towards that you start disliking the people when they're in control. Yeah. Like even now, the most recent episode, I've seen commentary of, "Oh, David, such a cocky jerk," blah blah blah. But two episodes ago, when he wasn't in control, he was really yeah. funny and goofy. Yeah. And it's just so I just think people need to yeah be a little bit more aware and and look a little bit deeper. We can't all be super fans like you and me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, th- this comes from watching season after season, yeah. and and you know it's so funny. Like if I looked at the way I 
used to watch Survivor to how I see it now, I would have had the exact same reaction probably. Um, yeah. So I guess sort of going back at that, that little bit. So we, obviously the big thing that did happen, Susie goes home, Ross and Abby flip. And you, you touched on something which I agree with. I think all that minority were probably fairly key in, um, you know, getting in Abby's ear, just planting the seed, making it feel welcome. Same with Ross. But I agree with you. I felt like, uh, uh, well, this is what the edit showed us, but I, I believe this to be true, that David had his part really in getting Abby across and Luke had, yes. Luke and probably David both um, in getting Ross over the line. Yeah, like I think I think David really did did um, get Abby over the line. I think um, I think I think it was just like we said, like they got to know um, sort of the people. She's a younger girl, like she's not, you know, one of these. There's oh, a bit, so, yeah. Like Luke said, they are a lot yeah, older. Actually, yeah, you hit people. the point. That was sort of where I was trying to go to. Like we kind of had the foreshadowing of, you know, Luke talking about the Senior Citizens Alliance, but the one the one thing that didn't work necessarily fall into that that group was Abby in that she's a lot younger. And I know we do see a lot of shots where they're all together and, and different people, but I felt like and maybe I'll have to go back to the tape and really look at it. But I did feel like Abby, a lot of shots where we saw Abby, she was either with PR or she was with Luke or especially David a lot. And I didn't see her with the sporting group uh, a lot, maybe black, uh, with Blackie and ET a little bit, but I felt like there was a lot of when she was having those closer bonding moments with people, it wasn't with them. Uh, so, I mean, she, I think she was always probably a chance to flip. And this is where I guess we'll go into it a little bit deeper as we talk about Nova and Steve going. At the end of the day, like, I think Steve was brilliant in coming up with the idea for the seven. But you still have to manage that seven. And I yes. think, I think yeah. while E.T. and that, like, I mean, I, I don't know how much Survivors Steve has seen, but it, it sounded like he'd seen him a bit and knew how the game was played. So he comes up with this great idea, and it was great. He was smart. He didn't want to look like the leader of it. He came up with it, but he made sure E.T. spoke to certain people, blah, blah, blah. But if you can't get the person like Abby, okay, you might not have a lot in common with her. You don't play footy. You're an older bloke, whatever. Yeah. I cannot... She felt like she had no voice, though, didn't she? She's like, yeah. no, I'm, I'm not being told what to do. Absolutely. But I, I still feel like, you know, we've listened to a million podcasts after the game with, you know, many seasons of Survivors and you hear what players talk about. And there are those players that don't need to be checked in every five minutes to see how they're feeling and, and what the plan is. They're happy to stand back to make sure they're not, you know, making it obvious they're part of the alliance. There's all these sort of plans. Yeah. But then there's the people that get paranoid and you have to constantly coddle them and make sure they're online. And yeah. All that. I don't think Abby's that either, but I felt like they could. She's somewhere in the middle, she, yeah. She wasn't, she, like you said, she wasn't felt like she had a voice or an opinion, but also she was yeah. talk, maybe talked down to, but also even then wasn't connected with. So I get the I get the feeling like Nova and Steve probably weren't talking to her a hell of a lot and making her feel welcome. Yeah. So that's that's poor management on their behalf. So it made total sense for her to flip. To be honest, I think she made the right move. And um and the thing that annoyed me a little bit about what Steve said was um he was like, you should have told us. That's fine if you want to flip. But the way you were deceptive, kind of about it, it's like it's Survivor, mate. Like it's a totally legitimate move, which he admitted. But he's like, it's sort of weak to just not tell us that you. Why would you tell someone that you're going to flip? That just gives them the chance. To get you out, like 
You know what I mean? That's the stupidest thing ever yeah. for, for Abby to have. But that's what he still maintains in his exit interviews now. I'm reading on 10daily.com.au. Um, and, and it's just, he's just still doesn't quite get that. It kind of annoys me that we see so many people, even like, I can't remember exactly what ET said, but he said, look, that's not the way I'd, I'd play or something like that at one point. It's like, it, it's kind of a subtle way of saying that's not a good way of playing. And it's actually the way you're supposed to play Survivor by not telling people you're going to flip. Yeah. Like, it's not just a, yeah, no. Well, it, it, and it, but it also probably illustrates the point that uh, a lot of these people still don't really know Survivor well. And you can yeah, you, it takes a, you can yeah. pledge this whole loyalty shit as as much as you like, but to keep people loyal, you still have to have them on board and and kind of you don't have to love them, but you have to make them feel important and involved. And if you're not going to do that, that's when people flip or people get a better option. And and that was the other thing that kind of I'm like, oh my god, how dumb are these seven? In a lot of ways, because. What you think, Janine, Luke, and David, and Peter, and that are just going to roll over and die? Like they're going to yeah, try and they find something? Like, yeah, they should have been thinking another step ahead of this seven alliance too. Like being like, all right, uh, seven's a huge alliance. What's my plan for like? I would have been having other conversations, kind of like I suppose Ross and um, Ross and Abby were. But was that that they were? instigating the conversations or, or Luke and David were making them have, but, but as, as far as like, yeah, I'd be thinking if Steve was really strategically like, sweet, I've got this seven person alliance, but like who, you've got to be very careful with that though, too, if you get found out talking to other people when you're in alliance, but yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it's sort of getting into the second episode now of, of the backlash to Susie going mm. home. And so and, also, um, just to sort of wrap up, Episode one, or sorry, episode three. Uh, do you think? See, I personally, I felt like logically for Abby and Ross, I think it was a good idea to flip. Look, they were going to upset some people, they were going to burn some people. But going on the yeah. logic that the seven sports seven set up, Susie should have been the one going home. Well, Pia or Susie, like Susie definitely was someone that wasn't doing very well in the challenges again. We don't see everything, but if you go back and watch some of the challenge, she wasn't she wasn't really dominating well. And I know Jonathan again; it's, it's an editing thing, so it could be a little bit of trickery. But there was a couple of times with Jonathan. Oh yeah, Susie's struggling. Oh, Susie's fallen over again. It was highlighted a lot that Susie struggled in the challenges. So going on their logic, Susie should have been one on the chopping block, even if she was part of that seven. Yeah. And I, what do you think of David's move to tell Susie that? He's yeah, I saw it her. online. I I kind of thought it was weird and I I don't know where I sit with it because I'm like, I can see what he was trying to do and what he was saying and he's planting the seed, but I don't, I don't know. I don't love it. No, no I, I, I don't love I, it. I didn't, yeah, I don't know if I loved it because I think he was trying to ruffle feathers and yeah I'm not sure actually now that you bring that up that's an excellent point because again this this three episodes ago almost so you sort of quickly forget stuff and you move on um but they must have been super confident going into that tribal that Ross and Abby had committed to flipping because I was always thinking Luke might actually play his idol for Janine 
Did you think that might happen or you was like, no way? Um, oh, no, I didn't really consider that. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking now the reason why David sort of threw out Susie's name and said to her was just to really solidify to the people like, I'm definitely, it's not changing, like I'm voting her and that's the person you need to kind of put your votes on so everyone else knew. I don't know, like, yeah, it, it kind of made it more locked in place if he was going to yeah. put his neck out and say to her on the beach and also at tribal, yeah, I'm voting for you. So people then didn't try and change it to another plan or or that, you know, the others that were going to flip felt like, You're right. right. I mean, the, the danger was if they did have an idol as well, that, that, that side, that they could play for Susie if he's put it out there. Or they, then they think, well, maybe it's a fake plan. I mean, I guess there's a, a lot of layers to what he did. Um, I don't know if I would have done it, to be honest, but I'll, I'm not there. And, again, we don't always see the full picture in edit. edit so... Um, yeah, as a general rule, I, I don't believe telling people that you're voting for them is ever a good yeah. idea. Um, but, yeah, look, it wasn't it, – it's sort of – I'm trying to remember exactly. It sort of didn't – it felt like he had a decent justification for it, even though I can't fully remember what that was or, like, how how it was. But anyway, yeah, so – But it was, it was, it was, so, I agree. So, it was a bit of a weird approach the way he said it, though. Like, oh, no, you're the only one that's talked to me and asked me about who I am and that, but I'm going to vote for you. I'm throwing a vote your way. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't. And it, I mean, Susie brought that up tribal and it did sound a little bit weird. But having said all that too, I think the the way you get Abby and Ross to flip, you've got to sell them on, you know, you've got to make them feel welcome. Someone. But you've got to sell them on someone where it makes logical sense Tell for me. them. And that was also the yeah. smart move that if if Luke and, and Janine and David got together and said, oh, we're going to take out Simon Black or ET, yeah. that wouldn't, they wouldn't have flipped. No way. No, exactly. Because they can justify it by saying, well, she, you know, they can come back and even though they did want to flip alliances, they can kind of say, look, it's all about keeping the tribe strong, guys. Like, and it's a justification. So I do think, let's, let's talk about why, why do you think Abby, because this is a massive talking point from the week yep. and it's in the second episode, it leads into it with Susie going. Why did Abby kind of cop heat? And why did sort of um, Ross yes. sort of not not yeah get away a bit unscathed? Well, it's funny because so my mum's been watching and she sort of was messaging me, and then I actually got up and had lunch with her yesterday, and she was saying talking about it, and she's like, "Oh, how ridiculous! Like how Steve sort of attacked Abby, you know? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. We can uh, debate the the levels of attack or how any and, I, and let's and please please let's do. But before you yeah. get to that, yeah, like, yeah. So, but Mum was saying like she goes like how how did Abby sort of cop it? But then there was no, you know, so no, no confrontation with Ross. And I said, well, you know, there could have been a word or two, and we just didn't see it. But you're right. I just think Abby's the younger. Uh, maybe naive girl that you can have a go at, and then Ross is the yeah. older, battle-worn, uh, older bloke that looks intimidating that you're probably not going to have a go at. So it's as simple as that. And yeah, and that's that's it. And that's what I find really frustrating sometimes is the way the gender roles and like yeah, it's it, it didn't wasn't really a good look. But but that said, I don't think the actual words. Like, if you're going to flip, um, I think it was kind of stupid for him to think that they could get Abby straight back on board again and vote with them again. Um, I suppose you've got to try it. 
but it wasn't very much like it wasn't a very good approach. Like he he didn't really. He's like, so are you voting with us again? She's like, no. He's like, but but what he actually said to her wasn't that harsh. Like he didn't really make. Like I don't actually think that he did say she was weak. I think that he said that was a weak excuse. But again, this is what the debate is like. Did is is calling her weak? I don't think he meant it in the way that like you're weak, but she obviously took it like that. And I, I think I think that what he said is bad gameplay, but I don't really think he was being that much of a bull. He was playing emotionally and frustrated that things weren't in his favour now and kind of a bit sour grapes again. But I don't know. I, I'm not like I don't think he was really really that much of a bully like was portrayed. Oh, look, it's it's debatable, but look, I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it's... Yeah, it is a rabbit well, hole, isn't it? It kind of is because you talk about, you know, I, look, uh, no, I'm not even going to go there because I'll probably get myself in trouble, but it's it's all <laughs> an interpretation of the, the I guess, the yeah. victim. Like, at the end of the day, like, yeah. if, if Steve said that to you or I, we might read it a different way. If he said it to Pia or Janine, again, it might have been a different reaction, but she's... Oh, she felt targeted, well, unfairly well, she was, targeted. Well, she was having the conversation. It looked civil at the time. And then I did think that the problem was I sort of felt like he was saying her excuse was weak, but I can also see how she could have taken it as he's having a crack at her as being weak, like, oh, you're piss weak. You know, like it kind of was a bit, the way he said it was kind of a little bit ambiguous, a little bit. I could see how it could be taken both ways. But then the yeah. fact that he's like, ah, yeah. oh, that's bullshit now. Nah. Don't know. So he was, but but I I think the way she, what did she say though? I sort of thought like her her excuse was a bit of a cop out. Like she could have defended the move better, I think. And she's like, oh, you didn't really get to know me, and that was kind of like, well, no, she should have just been like, I I just wanted to work with these people. I don't know. Yeah, yeah like but she kind I, of. I think... Of course, he's going to get his back up when like you you kind of been like, well, it's your fault that I flipped because you didn't. Like, she, I don't know. I don't know. I just think he should have bit his tongue, obviously, because in Survivor, that's not going to get her on side. Like, do you know what I yeah. mean? It, it, he, he's needing her to work back with them again, but then he's, yeah. I wish we actually uh, had it written down, uh, <laughs> written down what they actually said. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I yeah. felt like, yeah, you're right. I think initially she was probably on the back foot and wasn't expecting to sort of be put in that position but then i yeah. think she recovered well and defended herself and was quite logical and yeah that's the thing yeah. the, the other, she's very similar to janine and maybe this comes to now that she's in the media she's a fairly good speaker so i felt like she defended her position and what why she did it and he just he dug his hole deeper which sort of illustrated why she flipped a little bit like it kind of yeah. it reinforced she made the right decision by the way he acted and he's even his logic, oh, that's bullshit, whatever. It's like, well, it's not like you're upset, obviously. Oh, I can understand you're upset, your alliance has just crumbled, or you're now you're on the bottom. But having said that, if someone if someone flips, they've got that what they think is a good reason. And that's really that's you just have to kind of accept that, don't you? Like, because everyone's going to do what they think is in their best interest. And, and how are you to say what's in someone else's best interest, you can only really think about what's in your best interest. Look, so, we'll yeah. find out, obviously, down the line at some point in exit interviews or if she wins, you know, the decision she's made and why. But I feel like she doesn't 
while she's upset some people because she flipped and they thought she was with her, she's she's like you said, she's made the decision in her best interest. But for her, her best interest, and there was a lot of talk at the tribal about keeping your team strong. If you're going to play in the grand final, you've got to pick your best players. And I think she honestly did that too. Like she got sold. Yeah. Two, she had two ways to go and she did what she thought was best for the And team. it's a tough choice. It's a tough choice because like, the, I don't think that she would have been a target had she have sticked with the sporting alliance either. Like I think they could have gone far, but at the same time, like you've got to go one way or the other. Um, and s- s- flipping happens in survivors. So yeah, like you can't be like he might be frustrated, but yeah, like that's everyone's. All right, so, so so I guess the other part of that whole situation was the supposed crocodile tears. I'll ask you your yeah. thoughts, but I'll just quickly give you mine. They were not crocodile tears. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I, I think know. She was I know. Genuinely I was going, upset, and I've seen. I've seen. Well, it does happen to a lot of people, but I, I think, especially, and no disrespect, this is not a bad thing. For, for women that they stand up for themselves when they get hit between the eyes with something which is not necessarily true or they're bullied or whatever. Some women are very good at composing themselves, looking strong and independent and sticking up for themselves. But then they go, they go away and then it just comes out because they're just like, fuck, where'd that come from? Why did I get attacked? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. So I believe <laughs> I hate for Abby to come out and prove me wrong, but uh, I really believe they were legit shock and tears and, and being upset that she felt like she was, whether she's bullied or, or attacked for whatever, you know, making a decision in playing a game for Christ's sake. But I could not believe Nova straight. Ah, oh, crocodile tears. I've got a 22 year old daughter there. Oh, that's all crocodile tears. Just that really surprised yeah. me. But that's her opinion too. That's her right. Um, but I was really surprised yeah. at that as well. That I, um, yeah, yeah. I think they were genuine tears. I guess for my my thing is like I just didn't see why she got so upset because from the way I saw it in the discussion, I didn't think he attacked her that badly. I think he made he he didn't really like he was bitter and stuff, but like I think she was just caught off guard and it was unpleasant. But if you're gonna flip in Survivor too, you've got to be prepared for for people to be pretty pissed off at you and not everyone's gonna have the the sense to bite their tongue and just sort of like be pissed off on the inside. So she kind of should have seen that coming. And I actually don't think Steve was that bad. Yes, I believe she was, but she has a right to be upset. Everyone's allowed to feel how they want to feel about mm. it. And I think he was, he apologized, you know, he's like, I, I didn't, I didn't want to hurt, hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. Like you've, you've got the right to do what you want to do. I just felt like it was a stupid move. And, that's of course he's going to feel that way because it didn't benefit him. But, but yeah, like yeah. I, I don't but know. What, I, I think I think that what he said wasn't really yeah. that bad. That's okay. just yeah, my opinion. Okay. Oh look, and, and look, I respect that. I I, I wouldn't say you know bad gameplay. Oh, bad terrible gameplay. gameplay. Because, well, because yeah. if you're ever going to get her back on sign and hope she comes back with you, well, you've just yeah. blown that. Um, and, yeah, and really dug the 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 hole deeper. What I will say, yeah, I, I don't know if it was a full-on, like, brutal attack, but I still think, like you said, it wasn't pleasant. Um, he could have said it in a different way. Again, he's upset too, but this has come back to sometimes as viewers, we do forget that, don't forget, you know, you and me are talking Survivor now. We're rested. We've had our cup of tea or a coffee. We've had our shower, yeah. all this, where we can talk. We're not getting overly emotional per se, but... 
you know, and if Steve came and spoke to me like that, I'd probably, yeah, no worries, mate. We just disagree. Fuck off, piss off, get out of my house, whatever. Yeah. But you got to remember, these people, are, what, seven days in or six days in, lack of food, frustrated lack, from losing. Well, and... Yeah, but like lack of sleep, lack of just even your, your emotional sort of, or your network of friends. You, you're still, at the end of the day, you're with relatively strangers. You're cold. Yeah. You're tired. So, I mean, those emotions probably come out a lot quicker or, you know, uh, are exacerbated by the conditions. So maybe, you know, if uh, Abby was on the footy field or um, in the Channel 7 office or boundary riding for Channel 7 at the footy, if she got that from Stephen Bradbury, she, it wouldn't, she wouldn't bat an eyelid. But she's out on the island. They're playing a pretty intense mental game. Um, and and yeah. that's, you know, that's what I think sometimes we forget as an audience as well, that those sort of things can blow up bigger because just of where they are and, and the position they're in. So, yeah, yeah, totally. That's, that's, you sometimes forget to make that point because it is just like, wow, oh, how, how do you react like that? You're going to react a little bit um, badly on both sides, you know? Um, yeah. When you're deprived but, of all but of I that guess, sort of stuff. So, but I guess yeah. just in closing, like I, I agree with you too, that like, you know, like my mom's, you know, talking to my mom, I just couldn't believe, you know, that, 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 that was a big issue. And, and I, I was, it was awesome that David and, and um, Luke and everyone flew the flag for um, Abby, but which was, I mean, while I think it was legit too, that's in their best interest too, in keeping her on board is, is really flying the flag and doing that. But I, yeah. I just couldn't believe there was nothing said to Ross. It was like Ross never flipped, like, I cannot believe there was. Yeah. I felt like there's not one conversation. I don't think anyone mentioned it that Ross was the float also flipped, and it just that blew my mind a little bit as well. So, uh, do we want to talk? Yeah, do we, he... do we want to have a little bit of a break and talk about the contenders? Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. What have we seen from the contenders? We've really seen a little bit more of Sean and Daisy. Kind of, they, they seem like a really solid pair. I've just um, and and I guess. That's one point. <laughs> I don't know about. I'm trying to think what else about the well, contenders. Sort of I mean, we've seen John. We've seen Harry. Uh, or Harry was more in the second episode, but that was last week. Yeah, I, I think John. Um, what did you think about yeah. him going to the other tribe? Um, uh, he got chosen to to share hot chocolate. Um, do you think he could have done anything? Like, what did we see? He sort of just had a. A nice chat, really. There wasn't much strategy there, was no. there? No. Um, and I don't think there was probably... Oh, look, again, we don't know everything, but uh, I don't think there was a lot of strategy in bringing him either. I think it was just more a... He seemed like a good bloke. Uh, you know, went and helped Sarah try to get her, you know, to jump or at least support her. And they sort of, you know, they rewarded that. So I don't know if there was any great strategy behind the champions taking him at all for hot chocolates and marshmallows. Um, yeah. 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 It was pretty much like I thought they chose him as well because he seems like a non-threatening kind of uh, easygoing guy. Like I think that, that there wasn't a lot of strategy in it, but, but yeah, I, um, I don't know how I feel about John. I, 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 um, He's a fan favourite for some people, but I, I find him a little bit, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's a character, isn't he? He's definitely a character. Um, there was a funny moment with, obviously, him and Pia 
uh, which was kind of a little cool sort of Yeah, Yes, band. I loved it. That was a good moment. <laughs> um, which I sort of, I didn't know, oh, well, I didn't know it was John because um, the the night of the premiere, Pia was on the project just before um, obviously episode one aired and she hinted at, because um, I think one of the questions Carrie or someone asked on the panel was, did anyone recognise you or did you have a lot of people come up to you, you know, so that, you know, they like, you know, looking for brand or something like that. And she did hint at John was a bit of a fan. So I sort of thought either she finds that out later at Ponderosa or, or she could go deep into the game. So at some point they're on the same tribe or something, but then obviously that was probably the, well, that was the moment where. That's an interesting point though. But now that they've set that up, um, oh, can we talk about Pia? Sorry. Yeah, go, no, no, let's do it. The champions, because I, I think she's just been, been quite, quite astute and quite brilliant in like realizing she's in danger. Uh, again, the most recent episode, she was a name brought up, but really fighting so well for herself, but, Seemingly insulating herself um, well to be uh, non-threatening <coughs> Sorry. as as well. So no, you're all right. Um, yeah. So so yeah, she she's doing a great job, and I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if um if her and um and John sort of do work together because I thought that was a really great moment when he's like, I'm not going to lie, you were my high school crush growing up. And, um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's. That was a good night. So you're a little bit younger than me. Did you looking for Ella Brandy? Was that something you saw at the time or read, or did it school? Yeah, we had to read it yes. in school. Yeah, yeah I okay. think it was on the curriculum yeah. for everyone in high school English almost for a yeah, few years. But, for sure. But um, I actually want to read it again now. Um, maybe watch watch the movie because of P. But I definitely want to read. Yeah, the book it's funny because I know a lot of people sort of my sort of era as well. They sort of bring that up, but. I must have just missed that because that must have just gone on the curriculum after I left school, or maybe the, or yeah. maybe even just the year after that was sort of that English stuff. Because I knew of the movie, I knew of the book, but I know we definitely didn't do it. So I, I've never seen the movie. I've seen bits of it, but uh, I sort of know. I obviously knew Pia from that, and obviously she became sort of quite, I guess, Australian famous. Um, because of that movie, but I actually saw her in a lot more. I've probably seen her in a lot more other stuff and bits and pieces all around the traps. See, that's the um, thing. Yeah, I, I I know she's done other stuff, but but yeah, like she looks exactly the same as she did twenty years ago, which is pretty. I'm glad you brought up here because I agree with everything you said. I, I feel like she's obviously a super fan, so she knows the game. She knows the things. She knows she speaks well. She knows how to sort of fight for herself. Um, and she knows she's not. And, and look, I feel sorry for her because she's in a tribe where you do have a lot of physical strength that you always, a bit a similar to Baden, like you, if you're the out and out sort of weaker person, at the end of the day, especially with these physical challenges, you're always going to be one of the people that is going to be mentioned. Yeah, and I like how she, um, I really like in the most recent episode, how she was just like, you know what, I left um, ET in the dust or whatever going through that small hole, so I can beat you. In other stuff, like yeah, just because you're, that and, was cool. and she really is quite fierce, but in a good way. Like she's like, no, like I'm going to sell myself. Like she, she was kind of like, don't, don't think that you'll beat me in everything because I can beat you in other stuff. And I kind of like that she was quite blunt and direct. I don't know if it's, yeah, I, I, I mean, we see that point being made. Like I'm good at other stuff, but I like the way she said it uh, this time. And yeah, I, I think she'd be a lot better. I mean, she's doing really well, but I honestly think 
once there's a swap, which we don't know when that is, or, or the merge, if she sticks around and hopefully she does, that she's going to get along a lot better with, um, with some of the girls on the other tribe. I, I see her really, uh, some of her people being more on the contenders. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I, I like where she's at. I, she has had a funny sort of edit, like, cause I feel like she's obviously in a, a particular group or, you know, with Luke and Janine and David, but I think she's had a lot of screen time in, in showing her. Sometimes she's been there when they're having a conversation, but I don't see her like, who's her second, who's her ride or die. Like, I don't, I don't feel like we've been seeing enough yeah. of her. Like, who she's actually connected with? Because you can kind of see, well, Luke and David. You can see David and Abby. You can see Janine and Luke. I, and maybe Janine and Pia a little bit, but it's still, we haven't seen a lot of strategy yeah. talk between them. So I feel like Pia still feels like she's on the bottom of everything. Yeah, she does a bit. Um, but I'll have to think that her and Janine are fairly close. We might not have seen that too much, but I do feel like they're a, a, a bit of a pair. Um, and I, I have to think... Um, that I think Luke's in with with um, mainly David, but he's got a good good. Um, I think he's he's got good relations with with all the um, the people on the sporting alliance though too. So Luke's actually done really well there. I think he's quite quite in with Ross as well. I think him and Janine they're kind of tight, but I think Janine's more in with David and Pia. Um, and uh, yeah, look, David's David. Let's talk about David. <laughs> Yes. Well, because, yeah. I mean, he's been pretty integral in the last He's been episodes, huge, so. hasn't he? Yeah, he really has been. So, I guess um, I guess we're sort of going to gloss over a little bit of Steve. Uh, oh, no, we're going to talk about Nova. We're gonna, we have to we, about... we, sort of, we sort of did a bit we, already, we, didn't we? Like... we, we uh, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll just leave it there unless there's anything else you want to say because, look, Nova she, goes home. She didn't, you... expect, she didn't expect to be the one that goes home, but I think it was... Um, I think it was kind of the right – I mean, it, it was probably the right move if you're still trying to be talking about tribe strength and stuff. Like, it was either going to be her or Stephen. Um, she she definitely thought it was Stephen. Um, she was probably a bit pissed off um, because, again, like, Survivor, you can't help being a bit emotional. I think especially if you're not that familiar with the show, you're going to take things to heart a bit more because you yeah. don't know quite how vicious the game it really is. Uh, whereas, like – if you're a super fan, you know that the game at its very core is to deceive it, to, to lie and to make people feel like you, you're, you're with them, but then that's how you've got to play to, to really get the one up on them. So, yeah, I think she was a bit bit gutted, but, yeah, she shouldn't have been surprised really either, should she? Well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was sort of – they hinted at it. I think – did you – so going into that tribal, did you think it was her or Steve? Or did you oh, look, I have, to, I have to bitch um, about Channel 10 quickly. Oh, did um, I? Or, yes. Oh, I was, was spoiled. This the mistake I was spoiled. That, yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've been spoiled on um, both people, the boots. People, people, don't get upset. Just don't watch <laughs> Neighbours. It's as simple as that. <laughs> but um, did, it, me, did it show up during Neighbours? That was what no, I was hearing. Yeah, well, that's what I saw people talking about. To me, my spoiling was, <clears> um, I think that's appalling that, that they showed the wrong ad and that's how a lot of people got spoiled which there's not really an excuse for. I mean, I get mistakes happen, but I actually got spoiled just because there's so many, um, so many groups and, um, and survivor related stuff is like, I just opened Facebook and actually the Australian survivor page, I think I need to unfollow because I tend to watch the episodes the next morning. Is rather it the, than, the unofficial group? Uh, th- that group has, um, I always get notifications, but it's actually been survivor itself being like, 
oh, what so and so had to say. Um, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. so look, I'll I'll um, check my phone early like, <coughs> wait, when I wake up Sorry. or something about six six thirty, and I'll see it straight away then. So yeah, look, I, I was spoiled with Nova. So um, what are you going to do? Yeah, no, it's um. Look, I, I feel sorry. I didn't get spoiled, but I, I really feel sorry for the fans. Like, like, look, look, mistakes happen. But is this? I'd have to ask. I don't know if you remember. I have to ask anyone, the fans, or I might ask Ryan because Ryan's pretty on top of a lot of this sort of stuff. I think this might have happened once before as well in another season. Yeah, no, someone's. I, I think it has happened before. I I feel like I got spoiled. Going, hang on, that previous seems like they've. Jump the gun, or or you know what? Actually, you know what? I think it was they might have played before the episode had finished. So bef- just before they went to tribal, they played maybe yes. the advert for the next day. This has happened before, and yes. I think someone yeah. posted. I can't remember who it was, but it has happened before, <clears throat> and um, I remember people talking about it at the time. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it's, it's a that's fail. not that's not good. Well, it is. It's a huge fail. It's a massive fail. Because I couldn't imagine, I, maybe the US have done it. I just couldn't imagine them doing it. And, and talking about spoilers a bit, like Survivor is such a show where if you're kind of watching the immunity challenge like I was, because I, I got spoiled, it was my own fault. I need to stay off social media a bit, but yep. I, or, or at least unfollow the groups um, until I've seen the episode. But that takes a bit of time and patience because I want to still, I guess, follow, then unfollow, then follow, or just leave it unfollowed. I don't know. But yeah, like, I watching the immunity challenge when you know which team loses because you know who goes home. It just sort of takes the whole last bit of the episode, even the plotting on the beach about, oh, should we make it this person or that person? It's just not as enjoyable to watch the show. So it does suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So where were we going? So, so we're talking uh, about David. Uh, we talked about Nova. Well, Did you have anything sorry, to add about Nova? No, oh, I guess the segue from Nova was the whole crocodile tears, uh, Vote from David. Did you like that? I loved it. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty, pretty good one. Like, um, I like, I like the humor that him and Luke are bringing to. I liked Luke's call about Susie oh, yes. back to Australia too. That was, yeah, that was a great one too. Um, yeah, yeah, that. Um, yes, I. Uh, David, he's good. Well, I guess the the one thing we probably did miss a little bit in was it the Susie boot episode that they. Oh yeah, it would have been that uh, Luke found the clue, and yes, he maybe he would have eventually found it. But the fact is, he really needed David to help him because David kind of found that tree or kept saying, no, "Are you sure it's not this one?" So they found an idol together. Technically, I guess David did find it first or grab it. Um, yeah, that's why I was actually confused. Why wasn't it his idol in his possession then, if he actually? Found it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I guess it's uh, like, I like to think there's maybe some trust there and he's kind of like, well, I wouldn't have known it was there if yeah Luke didn't share the clue. That's true. That's true. But it, could he but, have then, if he's like, well, I've got my hands on it first. I mean, I, I suppose you wouldn't too because it would just really blow up your game if you did that because then Luke would go and tell everyone that David's got an idol and he sort of stole it from him. But mm. in the rules of the game, like it did seem like David – was the one that found it and had possession of it. So yeah. technically, yeah. Yeah, it is a funny one. It's a real, yeah, a real technical type of um, who really owns it. Um, obviously, he's given it or given it back to Luke. It's like, yeah, it's your idol. It's, hopefully, we can use it together or you can use it to save me or vice versa. 
Um, but I find it now that we're going to be probably going to do this ten minute spiel on uh, David. I actually find it interesting now that he's so hungry for his own idol and he's come up with a couple of genius sort of plans. In hindsight, I kind of find it funny that why didn't he just wait? If Luke didn't believe that was a tree, why didn't he just go back later when Luke wasn't around and he would actually have an idol for himself? Yeah, that's a ve- that's a very good point. Um, because I suppose in the in the moment he he just didn't really think about it, but like yeah, he sh- that would have been much better, wouldn't it? Yeah, because but then I guess like if he's so tight, it just shows he's obviously got a real tight bond with Luke. Um, it's it's still good though what he like it's still good what he has though to know about Janine's idol because he saw that so he's perceptive and he and he did it well like he sort of said oh you know good on you like he was he didn't make her feel threatened that he knew so she was like all right he knows but um you know so he became a part of it rather than her being like oh I've got to get him out now because he knows about it uh kind of thing um and the fact that he, you know, knows about Luke's and the fact that he convinced Janine to um, give her... The paperwork. Yeah, the paper, give him the paperwork. Was that a bad move from Janine, do you reckon? No. Why um, not? Oh, yeah, it is, it is a little bit convoluted. Like, you sort of got to think about all the machinations of how it's all going to work. But I feel like to sell Sean when you do the switch, you have to give him... Maybe he would be believing enough if the paperwork wasn't there, but I feel like to really sell it, you have to yeah. give the paperwork. And it's not like she needs it. They know what that. They know what That's it is. That's true. It, it, yeah. It's almost redundant now, the paperwork anyway, because they know where the other one is. They think they've found it, and obviously uh, David finds it uh, or knows Sean's got the other bit. So they know how it all works, and they're going to get the other one back. So I don't... They're going to have the champions on, so I don't know if they really. It's, it, yeah, it's not normal idol paperwork that says this is a hidden immunity idol. It's very specific in saying that it only works for this. So if you were to try and par- palm it off with another fake idol, it'd be like, oh, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. The time of the game would have passed when when they were at two tribes or whatever. So yeah, I um I don't think it was a bad move. I think I think it was a really smart move of David, obviously to to um. Can, yeah, well, can, to think about. So, can I ask you a question now? I know, I know they. I feel like they do honestly try and keep the show, the timeline as accurate as possible, but they do jumble things around to make it suit the narrative too. So sometimes things are shown out of sync, or they feel like they're the next day when they were still the same day, or whatever. What sort of surprised me was it made it seem like Janine found the clue, and. David kind of saw her pick it up or he, he said in confessionals he saw her, but it felt like it took till the next day that she had the conversation with him. Did, was that weird to you or? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Wasn't it last episode yeah. that we saw him see it at the, um, yeah. and then it was this episode yeah. that he actually came up and chatted to her about. So maybe he, like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I it did feel like that. It just sort of seemed like she... She kind of was backed into a corner where she had to basically, yeah, say, yeah, I've got it. And it was good that he thought of the idea to. Um, I I just can't believe that he pulled it off. To be honest, like with with Sean, yeah, that they it looked. You know what? I mean, it's easy because we know the information as an audience, 
But it looked sus as fuck. It looked yeah. as they looked as the biggest crooks of all time. Like there was a couple of shots where Sean is literally right behind the flag. He's not even in front of it or like kind of using it as a bit. Of, he's like using it as a full on shield. Like it was almost like <laughs> some shots. It looked like he's supposed to be a cameraman hidden behind it filming or something. I like it was ridiculous. And just the swaying nervously, and they both had so much nervous energy, and um, and and they're like, oh, when they're going to do? And seeing the the shot of him reaching into his pocket and the other guy reaching into his bag, I just think it's weird though how the it seems a bit coincidental. And I'm not getting my tinfoil hat on here too much, yes. but it seemed like how did they how did he know in the challenge that that they were probably the one? Because Janine was quite smart in. And saying, you know, we've got to look for, you know, someone who's giving us eye contact and see if there's, you know, any vibes. But they didn't really show that and it just showed him talking to. Her. Was it just a guess that... that um, uh, I'm thinking they must have made eye contact. And we just didn't see it. Well, not that we just didn't see it. They just didn't capture it on, on footage. Yeah. Because it makes no sense. Because I know this was a thing that came up early. You know, you're talking about tinfoil hats. I did see in one of the groups. I can't remember if it was Ryan's group or the uh, Survivor fan jury or jury fan or whatever. I can't remember which group it was, but there was a few people that kind of go, oh, that's a bit sus. How did he know? How did he know to say the right thing to Sean and that? But, oh, I mean, there's probably a lot of ways you could probably, especially in that challenge. Like, I don't know, maybe David is a lot smarter from all than we give him credit for, but... You know, there's a lot of wrestling in those challenges, a lot of stuff happening where you could probably speak to someone privately one-on-one. Uh, and he obviously said that he spoke to Sean as they were walking off the field or walking out of the water of part of that challenge. Uh, but, yeah, they, they must have had some looks as they came in and uh, they worked it out. And, yeah. And, and, and it's possible that they might have wanted to work kind of with each other anyway. And, um, and maybe one was just telling them about... The, the fact that there's, you know, um, an idol at, at their camp because they wanted to pass that on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to help the other one out. And then and then um, then they knew that, oh, it's no, no, man, I already know about it. Let, let's trade. Like it just seems like a lot of information to get across the challenge uh, that they could kind of, yeah, pick up on all of that. But yeah, anyway, how did they figure out all that information just in a, in a water challenge? Well, there must have, when they came in, there must have been some looks. And don't forget when, if particular players are in the challenge and the other two are standing by, like say if David is sitting out that part of the challenge and same to Sean and they're giving each other a look. And they might gesture towards something. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, no, that, that's that's fair, I think. And um, just the cameras didn't capture it so they couldn't show it. Because I think, I think they would have shown it if... They had it. Yes, I think so too. Yeah, look, I, I thought it was really cool though. Like, um, yeah, it's pretty cool that they haven't just hidden another idol like the one Luke has and, and that they've kind of, you know, added this wrinkle into the game where, where you know, they can sort of, yeah, work with the other tribe, but they each have something that they want, but they have to work with each other on an opposing tribe to get it. And I, and I like that because it does add a lot of suspense and tension. Like I was, I was um, biting my nails figuratively um, in that challenge where they were trying to do the trade, you know, before the challenge started. I thought that was a really good moment. Okay. So Julian, 
what did you think of... It was a pretty much a foregone conclusion, I think. Um, and, and I guess when the, the votes came out, everyone went for Steve. Apart from Steve, he threw it on Pia. Did you think there was any real danger? Like, there was talk ET and Simon Blackwell, like, ready to, uh, you know, make a move or at least blindside David. So, I guess we're still talking about David a lot. Now, David did seem like he got a little bit power hungry, a little bit confident. Um, yeah. And, and I agree, like, he, the way he spoke to ET and Simon. Not good. It, it wasn't great. And, I mean, that was backed up by... Abby and uh, Pia telling Janine and Janine's like, what the hell? The deal was already done. Why do you have to almost like rub it in their faces? The one thing about this, and I'm sorry to go in a roundabout way. uh, Like the boys had a a different plan. They, I think they thought we're sick of being told by David, maybe we'll throw a spray in the works. That's what ET had said. Um, The one thing that blew my mind a little bit, I know they didn't want to play the hand, but why the, why would they thinking Steve has an idol? Why were they yeah, even following? I, that was the one thing that frustrated me because I'm like, Janine, you. I, in fairness to Janine, she doesn't know about Luke's idol, right, as far as we know. But David does. Now, David has to know surely that Luke's got the first idol that was actually at the camp. Which, luckily yeah. enough, they've got the other one that's from the other camp. There could not be a third idol. Well, I guess it's not impossible with Australian survivor. You never know. But how could there be another idol that Stephen Bradbury would have and as if he if he already had it, as if he wouldn't have played it the last round. Last tribal, yeah, and, agreed. And, and the fact that it came up and they were thinking about splitting the votes. But who were they talking about splitting it to? Like they were like some on... Some on no, um... it was E to ET was the other one. So they're going to do oh, Stephen so and ET. On... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just don't see that, um, that he... I just don't see how David, you're right, could have... Um, not David, how... Stephen could have got an idol, especially when they do have that knowledge between them. So I agree with that completely. I think that was just kind of showing us, well, maybe maybe it's going to go this way in what was going to be a fairly obvious black and white vote. Um, and that, that kind of then, if, if they could split the votes and then then, then Pia was actually a risk of going home because of that. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been anywhere close to the numbers for her to go home. So it was kind of just selling us the the other option i suppose that that's the way that someone like pia could go home um but yeah yeah uh so steven's gone nova's gone susie's gone uh yeah it's um let it's it's quite a quite a sort of downfall really isn't it in this um three episodes of the sporting alliance we've sort of seen it almost wrapped up now and i and i do feel like now that the alliance has been decimated we're going to see um, we're going to see Simon and um, ET. They did the right thing, obviously, by jumping on board and, and voting for Steve. That was a sinking ship, and and he acknowledged that in his little uh, credits when when they when he said, "I think everyone voted for me," which he was completely right. Um, so I think now that they've they've done well, those two guys of, um, but uh, being pretty pretty neutral, and and I reckon they'll they'll find a niche. Um, with Ross, actually, I, I, I can see him swinging back towards them. Um, and, yeah, look, I mean, I, I think there's going to be a switch in a couple of episodes' time, but what do you think? Yeah, the def- oh, I'm sure they'll do a switch up. I'm just glad and I'm happy. Like, I, I think most Survivor fans like the underdog story. They don't like to see 
big alliances stick together. And and no. I thank God for, for Channel 10 be, that they did fracture and there were issues because, let's face it, like it would have been really boring TV if it was just those oh, guys. Can you imagine these first five episodes if they went to trouble four times like they have, but then someone like Janine went, Luke went, Pia went, and Anastasia went. Like that would have been really really dreadful to watch, wouldn't it? Yeah, so. oh, and they would have lost. I think Luke and David are probably lucky that they have a bit of that strength and, and I feel like they've got a relationship enough with the the, the guys in that, that, well, that main alliance at the time that they were probably safe. But yeah, you're right. It would have been Anastasia, PR, uh, Janine and, and who else? And maybe, and maybe Luke, maybe. But like, Well, I guess at some point, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, maybe. It might have, it mightn't have gone that way, but yeah, I do think it's been a nice little arc. Like it, as we were saying off air at the start, um, it's been a nice little arc with the the rise and fall of that alliance. It it was it burnt out quickly, and I think seven people alliances are just so hard to manage. And and we saw some classic survivor mistakes. Um, and and yeah, look, I, I like that that chapter's kind of. Um, tied up now i suppose i suppose i'd like to see the a bit more of the contenders now yeah so maybe we'll go to some listener questions because there's a few that sort of sort of go into that uh into the contenders uh so joshua peterson says there's a pack of three girls we haven't heard much from yet do you know who you might be talking about i can guess and i'd say it would be hannah um casey i almost forgot her name and uh who's the other one Laura, was she the tsunamis one? I mean, we've seen a little no, bit from her. No, no that's Sarah. Sarah, okay. So there was Sam's a... the other one. Sam, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sam. <laughs> yeah, so look, I yeah, I, I would like to see more from them. I, I'm happy with the the stories that we've got and I do agree. Like I don't want to, them to show people just for the sake of it, but I, I'm ready for like a, a change of pace because all we've really seen from the contenders in terms of who's getting a story is um, a lot of Sean um, in the last couple of episodes because of the idol business, a little bit from Daisy because oh, I think you know, we've had a lot of Daisy. We've had a lot. Yeah, of we have had a, we have had a decent amount from Daisy, uh, a little bit from Maddie, but again, that's dropped off, but comparatively to the rest of his tribe. Yep. And there's, there's um, shitloads a little of Andy. Bit, <laughs> yeah. Shitloads of Andy. Can we just talk how gun he is in challenges? Cause I never thought, when I saw this cast preview, I was like, he's going to be just, nah, he's an early boot. And um, he's just done so well. Um, and I'm actually rooting for him. I think he's a bit of a favourite. Yeah, he's he's surprised me because I thought he came across, especially early, like, oh, he's going to be the loudmouth guy. But look, he's saying a lot of that stuff in confessionals, so you sometimes can get confused with how they act back at camp in front of it. I think he's smart. He's keeping everything under the radar. The only thing I would say is he's probably putting a target on his back long-term if he's going to be the closer in a lot of these challenges. Because he's, yeah, he's, he's the threat. Like even, it's funny because when he, he was one of the kickers for that challenge that they lost, but when he was holding the football, like, oh, he's a Queenslander, no disrespect, but I don't think he's kicked off footy. Like the way he held it wasn't great. On, oh, and it, it got there. He, he, he kicked the goal, but, Just, it, it, but yeah. it wasn't a great kick. So I'm like, oh, that was the one time he put himself out there. Oh, that was probably the, the weakest moment he's had or the, the only time he looked like he sort of struggled. But he still got the job done. But, you know, whether it's How... throwing uh, rolling balls or throwing sandbags or whatever, he's he's really good at that stuff. Um, 
So his tribe's not going to get rid of him anytime soon, but when it comes to marriage, he's definitely a threat. It's just bizarre to me that um, that uh, they didn't have Sean kicking the ball in um, in that football yes, challenge. I agree, but again, that could have been something we never saw. And I guess he was good at, as as with his long legs at, at reaching the ball and tackling and and sort of getting to the ball. So, yeah, he, he would have been good in in a I suppose different parts of it. So it's a hard decision, isn't but it? When, I was going to say the I'll, other tribe. I will have to laugh as knowing a lot of AFL and, and knowing Sean Hansen that. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily say he was the most reliable kick anyway. So true, for true. AFL fans that might listen to this, that you could argue that, well, maybe he's a better choice to have in the water and uh, be tackling and getting that football. And, and I reckon the other tribe knew, the contenders knew that they probably weren't going to win that one anyway. Um, I, I thought that it was a good reward. I liked seeing fish and chips. Have we ever seen anyone have fish and chips? Because it's kind of like they can catch fish on the island, but there's something about like, that I, I thought it sounded delicious. I was like, really feel like fish and chips now. Yeah. And um, I liked the little hut. It was a big improvement from the hot chocolate and the mystery box reward, which was the shittest reward. <laughs> Look, I, <laughs> I forgot about that. That's how unmemorable. Yeah, like, oh, man, like someone got, <coughs> what did they get? Someone got toothpaste and someone got soap. Like, what, what the fuck, man? You'd be so disappointed. Like, yeah. and poor John having to give that out. You're not going to win many friends if you give the shit thing. So I think Andy said that. He's like, oh, I'm glad it's not me who's choosing to give out because someone's going to hate you. Yeah. Um, again, John's pretty likable. So, yeah, look, he – but, yeah, like nothing – someone's always going to be disappointed. I think Sean got yeah. something pretty pretty dodgy. I can't remember. Uh, what he was, he got he, the tweezers, I think. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, but come he, on. But even like that, that. They, didn't, they didn't even show what everyone got either, which sometimes you go, oh, well, then it's, you're not going to really show it. I don't know. I was actually – I actually was expecting the champions to win that because it was just before that scene and there was the, obviously getting to that challenge of the mystery, there was a, a, a moment on the beach where Abby was talking about washing her hair and just having shampoo or something along those lines. And when they got to the challenge of mystery, oh, I'm t- oh, I was like, oh, this is totally shampoo and soap and I stuff kind like of that. thought it was – I did think it was going to be sort of like um, products like that, but I just think, yeah, I mean, how good what, how good can you make a box filled with stuff? Does that make sense? Like there's only so many good things you can really fit into a box that's going to be that exciting anyway, so – yeah, I mean, I, it's something different. I, I like seeing not always food as the reward. Um, but, but that said, yeah, the last, the hot chocolate with marshmallows probably should have had some coffee and tea in there as well. well had, um, what I found weird, it had a old, really old style kettle. And I'm like, well, okay, the hot chocolate's obviously in there. But that just, to me, that screams tea. Yeah, I missed that. Um, and I was like, it didn't look like, I just think you'd have hot chocolate in the sun. I don't know. Oh, maybe that's just me. I just. I thought. That... Um, what did you think about Sarah? I suppose we got this was a big episode. Well, uh, big before part you, of episode before you get two. to Sarah, well, uh, just a, a following sort of question from Josh's question before. So yeah. we haven't had match from those three girls, and he's like, "Do you feel they could actually play a part in the game, sort of like Chanel last season?" And look, it's not, it's not out of the realms of possibility because I think from the memory, um, Chanel didn't do a lot early those girls yeah they didn't have a lot early and then they there was a slow burn and then all of a sudden bang same as benji benji didn't get 
much of a run until it became <coughs> sorry became important. So he was about episode six. He started to emerge six or seven. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, like I hope so because one of the other questions we did get uh, a good mate Chris Dixon, um, CD, which is it's funny because I, I could have sworn he knew who my preseason winner pick was, and this I, I sort of have a funny story with it because. I sort of quickly skimmed over the photos and just I was a bit like age, what's your age, what's your gender, what's your your, your profession. I didn't read a lot of the in-depth stuff. I didn't watch any interviews or anything like that. I, so, there wasn't a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, because oh, anyway. they released it, I think, the Tuesday. So last minute. The, the Tuesday yeah. before. Was it the Tuesday when did the first episode? I think it was the Monday, Monday, two days before okay, like yeah. went the Wednesday episode. Yeah, so think, yeah. yeah, it came out you know, two days before. Um, you know, you feel proud. I, I did want to make a pick. Like, yeah, it's the fun of it. Like, you, you know, it's it's like shooting, you know, throwing a dart at a board and picking someone. Um, oh, speaking of which, my winner pick of Bradbury, uh, that's that's uh, died in the arse. So. Who? Who did you pick? Uh, Steve, Stephen. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. Winner pick gone. You kept that under yeah. absence. Or gone. <laughs> gone. Um, but, yeah, I, I, the funny thing is, I don't know what – I gravitated towards Hannah because she was a Victorian – She's a policeman or a policewoman. And I, I couldn't, I actually forgot why I, I must have had an inkling about her. And then I remembered um, a friend of mine who's a massive Survivor fan. He actually had sent me a message a while ago before the cast was in. He goes, I think I know someone that's on the cast. And it actually was. He sent me a, a pic of, that's cool. of Hannah. And maybe that planted the seed because I'd actually forgotten that. So because she's from she's from Bendigo. Yeah, apparently, so, I think well, yeah, I one of my yeah. friends that lives in Bendigo. He goes, oh, I think I know the girl that a girl that's actually on the season. He sent me a photo, and oh, this is her name, blah blah blah. And I totally forgot about that. And then I picked her, and then it wasn't until I went back. And I, oh, hang on, that's who, that's you the know. one that yeah yeah. So maybe yeah, that unfortunately maybe so that's kind of who you're rooting for, I suppose, <clears> in a way, because you know, same background and um um area profession and just yeah like victorian so yeah, yeah. I, I think we'll definitely see those girls um coming into it because we forget survivor australia is such a long season uh long episodes they tend to show people just sort of like you know while they're before they get the boot you know what i mean i feel like it, everyone gets a bit of a turn eventually um, so yeah, I reckon, I reckon we'll see definitely them emerge. So quickly before we talk about Sarah, um, Chris from, oh, we've got another question from Queensland. Um, Chris, uh, threw this question at us with Baden performing pretty well in the last couple of challenges. How has he now risen from the, uh, has, has he now risen from the bottom of the contenders tribe? And if so, who do you see on the bottom rung on the contenders beach? This is a good question, actually. Yeah, um, really, it actually is a good question because, they haven't really well. They've been to one tribal, but we just haven't seen a hell of a lot because they're just not in danger. It's not important to the storyline. So, what what are your thoughts? Oh, uh, look, I think it's a bit much to say. Like, I think he has really. I loved that moment of him just flashing, like ringing the bell, and just getting past. I can't even remember. Ross, was it Luke, no, Ross, Ross, yeah, against Ross, yeah. Look, I, I love that. It was such a good moment. I think he has endeared himself a lot more. But when push comes to shove. If they were to be um, going to tribal next episode, I still think he's a pretty likely name to get thrown out, to be honest. But again, it could easily be uh, Casey or Hannah or Sam, one of the girls. I'd, I'd actually, um, yeah, Lord, we really don't know enough. I, I think um, I think he's still a name, though, to be honest. That's um, 
going to be brought up. Yeah. Uh, so I guess going back to Casey's the one I wanted to bring up and, and it sort of ties into this Sarah um, storyline. I just wonder, because, you know, was it, a, it probably wasn't a massively physical exertion on everyone's body just for marshmallows and uh, hot chocolate, but it was a, a fairly significant challenge. It's still a big jump. Like I think Abby doesn't like heights so much. There's a few people that struggled trying to get those keys or the flags. Oh, sorry, the flags, keys, what am I talking about? Uh, the, get get yeah, the well, flags. Do, so there's yep. uh, some people that had to do it twice that they, they would jump in and miss. So yep. it, it wasn't an easy challenge, but for such a little reward. But we saw Sarah struggle, and rightfully so, if you know her backstory, which we found out that she survived this Boxing Day tsunami. What bugged me a little bit, and it, it's sort of they showed it, but I still feel like nothing really came of it. And maybe because it wasn't a big challenge, I mean, a big reward, and it wasn't immunity on the line. But the fact that Casey quickly just nominated herself to sit out before there was even a team discussion on sitting out that challenge, that was perfect for Sarah to sit out of. Yeah, but I don't think, I don't think they really thought, oh, this ties in with the tsunami at that point. And I think maybe... I, I agree. Like that would have been the perfect one for Sarah in retrospect. Um, but I think Casey was kind of like, I'm happy to sit out. And they're just like, yeah, okay. Like, I don't think it was, yeah, look, I don't think, I don't, I don't um, really think they linked that fear of jumping into the water with tsunami. Cause there's water in a lot of challenges and, and all that. So yeah, maybe they thought too, that Casey can, um, would be more useful in the immunity challenge too. So I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I guess I sort of saw it a little bit differently. I just felt like generally speaking, when someone has to sit out, you see a little bit of a discussion and someone kind of go, Oh, I don't mind sitting out. And they, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. That seems about right. Or there's a little bit of strategy and there's a little bit of thought goes into it. Whereas she was like, almost like, well, I can't jump in. I'm not doing that jump. Like, fuck that. I'm out. Like, yeah, it was just like I, a very, it felt like a very demanding, no, I'm not doing this. I'm out. I'll do it. without. And you could sort of see the look on Sarah's face. Look, aren't we going to discuss this? So like, it was like she was just too nice to say, look, I can't do this 100%. And maybe she thought she w- was going to be able to jump, but I felt like yeah. she didn't even get an option or, or to, a chance to discuss, hey, guys, if you really want to win this, I'm not good with this. You well, know, if, part- if she was thinking that, like... She should have spoken up then. Really. Yeah, she probably should have. But again, it's Survivor. You don't want to ruffle. Oh, I don't. But... I don't. I don't blame Casey at all. Like to yeah, be honest okay. with that. But I did see that. I did see that point, and I think you can look at it that way as well. But I, I was just like, she's just like, I'm happy to sit this one out. I don't. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Like, and I don't think, I don't think she would have thought, or um, I don't think she even thought about Sarah and the tsunami, or maybe even, yeah, like who? I don't even know. If, Sarah thought that well, much about, yeah. about that. Yeah. Oh, and, and look, I'm not expecting Casey to even link the two and think about it, but I guess that's where you sort of, when you discuss these things, like you yes. discuss yeah. them as a tribe. And I, I felt like she just was so almost she was quick to straight. She was quick to opt out for sure. But yeah. sometimes, sometimes you need someone to just to be like, because most people don't like to be the one that's chosen to be sitting out. So sometimes it's good if someone's like, yeah, I'm happy to guys. Yep. And that's like, okay, then, um, yeah. Yeah, look, I, I um, I think that's an interesting talking point. I I do like how in Australian Survivor, um, 
that we see the strategy discussions of how to do the challenge that that was made the whole Janine, the whole Janine and digging thing kind of relevant. You know, we don't see that in the US, like because probes is like give you a minute to strategize, but we never see it. So I like that we well, actually get to see yeah. it. Yeah, oh, I mean, generally we haven't for a long time we hadn't seen it, but I think in some seasons recently, like. Maybe we do say, well, especially if it has a massive impact yes. on why things go wrong, that's we, true. we will that's see true. it. Yeah, we have um, seen it. Yeah. But, but yeah, you're right. It's not a staple of the American I feel season. like we see it um, uh, pretty much every episode so far this season. And another thing that we keep seeing, Cable, is um, we keep seeing their little uh, snippets from their home life. And we're five episodes in. Do you like that? Um, I'm not... I don't hate it. I don't love it. I but I feel like they do it in such a way that it, it makes sense to the narrative. But you wouldn't want to be getting nine or ten episodes in, and then we finally get the Hannah at home life and 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 Casey and and other people. I I feel like you really need to square that shit away early. But I, yeah, yeah, I understand in the context of why the way they tell the story, it, they kind of make sense. Yeah, because um, we saw Daisy Daisy um, this episode. But has Daisy, like, but has Daisy almost had two flash or two? I feel like she might. Yeah. So I hope they don't start keep doing it again and again because I, it sort of does get a bit late in the season. You're like, I'm like, I feel like we've already met her, even if we haven't seen a flashback. It seems now a bit late to. I already knew she was a cattle farmer. Maybe they haven't brought no, that up no, on the show. No, they've actually shown it twice. Yeah, so they did show in that first eleven minutes, which yeah, so for episode one, which they released online. They yeah. did show Daisy at home on the, the cattle ranch, and then, which, yeah, confu- which confuses the hell out of me because that might not be what she's doing right now. But she's on the cattle ranch, and they did flip to it again today, or sorry, yeah. last night, and in episode five. But then she's apparently a travel agent, and I'm like, I don't see any travel agencies around a cattle station. Yeah, I'm no, confused. The thing is, is that she just grew up there, and then when she yeah. was like, she went yeah. to boarding school in Brisbane. Oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah. So she, so she got. I must have, sorry, I must have tuned out, but anyway. Yeah, but it's just it just concerns me a little bit that they're going to keep, like, as much as I love that tsunami story and um, I think it's really relevant, I'm worried that, like, Survivor Australia tends to harp on about stuff a little bit sometimes. So I hope they don't just keep sort of going back to that because it just flogs a dead horse a bit um, if you keep talking about them outside of the show. It's, not, it's about the game and, and what's happening in it, not so much all the time. But I did like Luke's little um, snippet this episode, I have to say. Yeah. Um, so, look, I, I do like it, but I, you can't be keeping it's, You can't be keeping doing this all season. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, I, think, I think episode five is almost like the cutoff, to be honest. But yeah. The problem, it's, the problem yeah. is we just don't know enough about the contenders. So, yeah. So, I guess um, to go back to that question, so we think Baden would still be – at the bottom of... Yeah, what do you think? I mean, I, I can see it not being so as well, but he's he's obviously picked himself up a bit. All right, all right let's let's just quickly go go down the, go yeah. down the list. They're sort of telling us, and I think Andy had a confessional where he's talked about Daisy and Sean at the top of the alliance, and yeah. he's sort of in the middle, and then uh, Maddie's kind of up there at the top, and then there's Baden sort of in that, down the bottom with the girls a bit and like it is it's it is hard to get a good read on where they're at because we haven't look they haven't they've been to one tribal they haven't had to go back they haven't had to have those discussions but it is 
yeah, it's hard to know where everyone sits right now. I liked that. I liked that um, confessional from Andy, how he sort of gave his assessment of where he sort of thinks everyone is. I think he's spot on the money with um, with um, Daisy and um, Daisy and Sean. And I do think that another close pair that might not be that obvious, but he mentioned it is um, John and uh, Maddie. They seem like they're a pretty tight pair. Yep. And then you've kind of got Harry uh, in the middle as well, like floating a bit. I think he, I don't know, like he, he, he could easily become a target. The girls might target him, I reckon, if he's not careful. Um, I think if the girls decide to all stick together, um, being Hannah, uh, what's the, the chick that was on? Sam. Sam. And um, Casey, they, yeah, can I don't you, know. Can, just quickly on a quick aside, can you even remember Sam from The Amazing Race? No, 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 no. That no. is so weird because when they said, oh, she was on The Amazing Race and she came second, I'm like, I watched that season really yeah. well and yeah it was quite a few years ago now but I'm when like, was it can you remember what year it was? oh geez you're going back with 2012 to 13 or something like that or i would have been it's it could be up to almost 10 years ago oh that long because i know yeah. people i know people that were applying for it so i'm thinking just off the top of my head maybe 2010 2011 but it could have even yeah. been earlier than that yeah um because yeah, I know I actually know a few people that applied, and, and I did I, watch that season, and but I can't remember. It. Yeah, and that was what was weird. And then I tried to Google it, and I sort of found some old photos or you know Instagram this and that, but I'm like, I couldn't even see real references to it. And I just couldn't picture her, and it's like, how do I forget someone that came second? Like, yeah, that yeah, I don't know. It's unless she like totally, I don't know. It's almost like she. I don't know. I, I don't know. But she's she, been so invisible so far, and I suppose. I well, think it's just the that's, na- that's the nature deba- of that's, it, isn't that's it? That's debatable. That she's the Morgan McLeod of the season. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, no titters for quitters. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got um, she got some big boobs on her. Um, I'll be interested. I think she seems like she could be quite likable. She's not going to sink anytime soon. Let's let's put it yeah. that way. Yeah, she's good in the um swimming challenges. That one. Uh, yeah, look, I I think she, yeah, it's hard to say. Who do you think's at the very bottom, I suppose, to tie that question up? Well, I guess uh, I kind of hate the whole strength versus weak thing because it's very, economy is a bit very old school survivor. Oh, it is, isn't again, it? Yeah. Again, the challenges are so reliant on it early in these, the, the, especially this form of the game, that I feel like it has to be Baden at the bottom, potentially Sarah, um, but I think she's got strength, but it just depends whether there's more agility type stuff, whether not too sure whether she'll go well in those. And then, yeah, you probably have Hannah, Sam and Casey. Yeah. And again, Kate, the, the thing I'm, I'm worried about for Casey, and I'm not a big Casey fan, but I'd like to know more about her. I feel like she's nominated to sit down a few challenges, which is a bit like the Abby Marie. It's like, yeah, great. You're part of a winning tribe, but how much are you actually contributing? Because, it's hard mm-hmm. to gauge if she's sitting. It felt. It feels like she's sat out like every second challenge. Whereas at least Hannah's it's a bit had, of a luck. It's a bit of a luxury to yeah, have that opportunity. Whereas, isn't whereas, it? whereas Hannah and Sam have at least had a crack and, and been a majority of. I don't think they've sat out challenges. And like there was one challenge I felt like Hannah struggled, but then another challenge she did really well at. And same as Sam, like getting yeah. through that sort of that rope sort of maze thing with she got up there with Baden, and I'm like, how the hell she did that? But you know, her and Baden got through that really well. Uh, so I'm talking about Sam now, but um, and Hannah f- through flew through it as well. So they've they've had their moments where they've done really well. So 
I kind of feel like then it would have to be Casey's got to be brought up. Well, think, you yeah. think because you you got to get if you're going to try and keep the tribe strong and you got to go well, who's the weakest thing? While you can't fault her for stuffing up a challenge if she's not in it, but if she's not competing a lot, you kind of yeah. go well, it's hard to really rate her at all. We kind of saw pre-season two, and this is reading into things, but we don't have much to go on, so you may as well read and stuff. But we kind of saw pre-season in some of her bio stuff, and I think she might have even said already that she's quite um, she's quite outspoken. She's quite opinionated. That could get her in trouble as well. Um, I think that she, like, what I find is interesting about Laura. Is it Laura, the tsunami chick? I keep forgetting her name. Sarah. Sarah, why do I keep saying Laura? Laura's been uh, voted yeah. out, man. Laura's, got- yeah, okay. So there was, at least there was Laura, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so so she was opinionated too, actually. But um, feisty, but, pocket yeah, pocket. feisty, yeah. But I think the thing with um Sarah is that she seems to really have the respect of her tribe. So even though she might be, quote unquote, one of the weaker, you know, older people, I I feel like she's just bonded so well. I loved the way she came back, um, from that that thing, and she just didn't get too negative or down about it. She's like, feel free to tell me, um, give me shit for the rest of my life about chocolate hot chocolate and marshmallows. I'm still a tough bitch. And um, I just really like her. And I think the tribe, I'm getting that vibe that her tribe really likes her. So she might be safe, even though she is one of the weaker players. Yeah. Which oh, I like. Oh, well, I don't think she's necessarily weak physically. I just think. No, maybe... I think she can hold her own too. Well, she did. She, didn't she push that, uh, that, that wheel around? I think she won that one that she was in. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But who was she against? Like, there's so many facts. Yeah, yeah, so true. But, but yeah, but she's, I, I not, think... she's not completely shit. No. Yeah, she's she. It's it's just more the agility and the quick sort of pace. She is kind of an straight. obvious. You do look at her though and think, oh, she's a, sticks out a bit. Obviously, as you know, she's not as fit. She's a bit older. So, anyway, yeah, um, yeah. Hopefully, we'll see them go to tribal. Yeah, well, uh, so the next week on Survivor or the next episode on Survivor, they've sort of really built up. There wasn't a lot in the – it was just like playing cricket on the beach. I was having a lot of fun, the contenders. Have they – the one thing I will be critical of Channel 10, and I know it – you know, sometimes TV shows can be different from country to country for various reasons. But is it just me or are they just foreshadow? Are they, gonna, are they totally fooling us but – I feel like they're pretty much just saying the contenders are going to tribal next. Yeah, it's sort of – what else did they say? Like I saw the cricket on the beach. It said, oh, stuff's about to go down. But then what? they didn't really say what might be going down um, at all, did they? Well, they just had the, oh, are they going to survive? You know, are they going to win kind of pretty much? And you saw John struggling holding the rope and you saw Baden fall into the water. So I think from that challenge, there's two people. Yes, that's tribe. right. That's up, right. Up on a pedestal or something, and and that drops away if the people. It looks like another good them. challenge. Yeah. Look. Um. Yeah. The, the preview next week didn't really show anything, but maybe I did see. Yeah, the contenders really struggling in that challenge. So that's not a bad um guess to think that they might be going to tribal. So, yeah. Look. Um. Bring it on. We've got another three episodes. Is it? Um. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So crazy. Which, uh, another side note, Sunday, I'm really surprised with. I believe I've been told the block's coming back Sunday. Um, Australia's got talent dominated in that time slot as well. I want the show to do well, and I know it's not all necessarily about the ratings, which I've never really agreed with the rating system anyway, until they can actually 
tune into every everyone's TV box and actually get accurate stats. I've always never been a huge believer in it. It's an educated guess. It, yeah. Um, it's only a cross section. It, it's, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. But I, I, again, I can't remember if it was Ryan I read said somewhere or someone said in a group, like, you know, a lot of the reliance on a lot of the stuff they take heart from in, in why Australian Survivor is doing well is obviously off trending on Twitter, the downloads off like, you, I know you say you watch it on ten play. I do yeah. watch on ten play if I can't watch it on normal TV. Yeah, um, but it's I, a younger audience. It's a much younger audience, and and um, so and yeah, yeah. So they're going off that, but it did get absolutely smashed on that Sunday night. It was up against um, Australia's Got Talent, and now it's going to be up against the block too. And, right? and it was also against uh, Ninja Warrior, which yeah. is now finished. Um, so that's interesting, but I, yeah. I don't know. Sunday nights is just a bit of a dead sort of spot. I think it's a shame because Survivor's one of those shows less like the block. I think if you miss an episode or a couple of episodes, I think people just get really disconnected from it and they're like, "Well, I don't know what's going on, so I'll just watch something else." And Channel Ten, like it was smart that they started it on a Wednesday. Um, Was it was a Wednesday, wasn't it? They started it, yeah. Yeah. So because there was no no other competition, so at least that got people watching from the start. If they had have started on Sunday. Um, that wouldn't have been good because, no. yeah, there is other stuff. But I, I do worry about it, ratings falling off. But I do think Survivor has one thing. It has a really loyal um, group of watchers that watch every week. And Channel 10 just doesn't get the audiences that the other channels do. It probably never will, even if they've got one of the best shows. There's just people that always just tend to watch Channel 7 or Channel 9 more than they're going to watch Channel 10. So, yeah, um, yeah look, I... I, I was really stoked with the good ratings and then I was like a bit bit concerned. Oh, now it's dropped off. But uh, yeah, what are you going to do? Like it's, it's um, I, I think you make the point about the streaming services and the, and, um, and if they're getting their demographic of young people watching, which is who the advertisers are targeting and then, then it's doing good in those metrics. So, yeah. Well, on that note, I think uh, are we, Covered off enough? Yeah, we've, we've talked a lot and um, there's we been we a lot have, to talk we about. We have talked a lot, whether it's quality is another question. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it's all just, it's all just, it's so much to digest and I, I'm still digesting. So I like, um, I like seeing other people's takes as well and please feel free to disagree on Twitter and tell me what. Yeah, what... so for anyone that's new to the podcast, where are they finding you, Julian? Uh, it's at Julian Groneberg uh, on Twitter. So um, you'll just type in Julian and or, or sort Cable's profile. You'll find it. Yeah. Find me there. Yeah, absolutely. So and I'm at Cable underscore Unplugged, and look for Cable Unplugged uh, on Facebook. Uh, like the page. Um, that's where you can sort of ask your questions for the next episode for me and Julian to sort of answer. We did a few questions today, and there were some good ones there. Uh, yeah. So until next week, see you then, Julian. Yeah. Nice to chat. See you, Cable. Bye. Well, there you go, super fans. That is another episode in the can. So thanks again to every listener. Thanks again to Julian. And don't forget to like, share, follow, uh, get other people involved, people that love Survivor. If they want something else to listen to apart from the abundance that's already out there of quality podcasts, if they want to listen to a less quality podcast in ours, please send them a link. And you can listen to us on Spotify and Anchor at the moment. iTunes is still something I'm working out. But yeah, Spotify is a great place to listen to. Until then, bye.